Hi, this is Dr. Hughes, and I'm back for part two of Tantra and what I've been calling covenant sex, the idea that uh, really Tantra has a lot of the same principles as, within it as uh, we have as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints within our value system and within our gospel um, understanding. So uh, Tantra, or as we're seeing it, covenant sex, or the way that I think um, that God has designed for us to to really um, participate in and partake of the sexual relationship within our covenant marriages. Um, last time we talked about basic principles of Tantra, what it is, for example. I'm going to go over those real briefly today. Just skim the surface of those so that you can remember where we left off after, our, uh, after the last uh, podcast. And uh, I'll pick up by giving an additional building block today. Um, now, if you can remember from prior recordings... Change is really about um, getting in and and um, implementing some of these things that we talk about within your daily life. So listening to this podcast is great. Uh, it's great for my ego to know X amount of people have listened to it, but really change comes from you listening and then applying things that that ring true for you or truths that you find um, from this this podcast. And, and so my hope, my prayer is that you will find things uh, concerning um, with this topic, Tantra or covenant sex, that ring true for you, that are, are truths for you and in your relationship and that you'll incorporate these uh, into your covenant relationship. So um, that will mean daily or weekly activities that bring, uh, bring those truths about within your life and within the life um, of, of your relationship. So Tantra, really quickly, it's about connection. And I would go so far as to say that Tantra is about deep connection. So in, it, within Tantra, um, in that, the practice of Tantra, um, it's about enlightenment, a transcendence uh, um, of both uh, sexual and spiritual planes. And I, I would say within our gospel understanding and um, and and how I see it, um, Tantra really is about more than connection. It's about a deep connection. And you hopefully have had that within your relationship, whether it's sexual, physical, emotional, um, or otherwise. You've had hopefully had that within your relationship where um, an activity or an event or, um, or a, a sexual encounter or a conversation that you had with your spouse uh, was something that transcended just um, what we think of when we think of connection and it went to uh, a, a much more, um, a much deeper place. Um, so to that deep connection place. And that's well, ultimately what you're trying to have overall in your relationship. But this being a sexuality podcast, um, uh, then we want that also to, to permeate and go into the sexual relationship. So we discussed last time about getting to know your body. So uh, like in, in yoga, Tantra is about physical and spiritual awareness. Um, and we discussed how uh, within our belief system, the spirit and the body are the soul of man or the soul of, of woman. And, um, and so it's really right in line with how the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, sees things. This, this need for both the spirit and the body for the, the soul. Um, so Tantra has a, a space for, for us 
or I guess I should say we have maybe a space for Tantra within our relationships and uh, thus the journey to um, for me to incorporate Tantra into this this podcast. So um, moving on, we also discussed uh, the need or the requirement, really. I don't love that word, but I'm going to use it uh, just for uh, sake of ease. Uh, the requirement or the necessity, um, that's a better word for it, to prioritize one's body. And I would go even further within our covenant relationship to, to say prioritize, prioritizing one's body and one's spirit so the the soul, as well as prioritizing one uh, your spouse's body and spirit or their soul. A lot of times I, I think that we nurture uh, spiritual uh, aspects of our spouse um, and ourselves, but we don't nurture uh, the physical aspects of our spouse, spouse or self um, in in this type of way, um, sometimes it's more superficial. Sometimes it just doesn't exist. And when we're when we are doing that, when we're uh, uh, excuse me, when we're doing both the physical and spiritual aspects of oneself and our spouse, then we're really nurturing our soul and our spouse's soul, and we're connecting with our soul with our spouses. All right. Okay. Let me. Um, just looking over some of my notes from last time and seeing what I wanted to mention before we move on. Let's see. Okay, we discussed um, not overwhelming our our spouse with information, um, things that we we do like concerning sexuality, um, and being open to and listening to our spouses. Um, interests without um, shutting them down, giving them a hard no, um, and and just being open to hearing about an aspect of our spouse and ourselves being able to open up and um, and share vulnerably share parts of who we are and things that are interesting to us physically and sexually, even if your spouse may not be interested in those. Um, I gave you guys an activity to um, uh, to work on creating a like a spiritual sp- uh, space um, through through some meditation, and um, you are going to hopefully spend some time doing some breathing, some uh, they would call it breath work, um, some stretching. So uh, you could do this this breathing activity for. Uh, five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe there are some of you out there that are used to, to meditation or to yoga and you're fine uh, doing this breath, breath work for longer, like 15 uh, to, to 20, 25 minutes. But really, in my opinion, to just jump in and get started with a couple of minutes, let's say five minutes, and you're breathing gently, gently all the way down into your belly, into your lower back, and getting in touch with what's going on in your your mind. Um, That could be uh, stress or sexuality, sexual interests, arousal, desires. Um, We also had discussed or I had given you the activity of stretching for a few minutes. So as you're stretching all of your body, your your limbs, your back, your your neck, you're clearing your mind of negative thoughts, um, things that are pushing you or or maybe weighing you down, 
um, and feeling lighter as you uh, allow these things to, um, uh, as you're clearing your mind of these things. So uh, you start out with this breath work where maybe you do become aware of some of the stress um, as well as possibly some uh, sexual desires or interests. And then with the stretching, you're, uh, you're letting your mind be clear of these things that weigh you down. Uh, and then you're spending some time, uh, hopefully, and this is the stuff that will really be uh, a game changer. Listening to this podcast, like I said, will boost uh, my self-esteem, but it won't do a whole lot for you um, as a couple or for you sexually if you don't apply it. So you're spending some time, and this could be, like I said, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, there are those of you that could journal a little bit longer than that, maybe that are used to journaling. I know in, in, um, in our faith, uh, there's, there's been a, a lot of emphasis on journaling across time. So there may be many of you that are used to journaling for 30 minutes a day or every other day, and that's just fine if you'd like to spend that time. But I would encourage you that that don't journal actively and that think of 30 minutes like it would possibly be torture and what else would you come up with um, after the first couple of minutes, I'd encourage you to just spend five minutes journaling. And you're walking through uh, thoughts that may be blocking you in any way. So your spiritual growth and, um, and your, your physical growth, um, things that may possibly come to your mind while you're doing this, uh, this breathing, this breath work, and these stretches, things that you can't clear from your mind. You're writing those things down. Um, and I would say you're circling back around and you're having encounters with your spouse where you're opening up and you're talking about these um, interests or desires or stresses or things that are roadblocks to you or maybe insights that you've had as you're doing stretching and uh, you're, you're trying to um, connect with different parts of your body. All right, so um, today I want to add a little bit on to that. Um, I really wanted to uh, clarify, summarize, and give additional um, uh, insight about uh, part one. But in part two, um, I want to talk to you about how to um, create kind of a, a love nest or to, to uh, get ready or prepare a, a space for you and your spouse. Um, I love the idea of a love nest, um, thinking of, of uh, how, how you know, one can go and create this um, environment within the home or wherever it may be. It could, I guess it could be a hotel or uh, it doesn't have to be the bedroom, but most, more than likely it'll probably be your bedroom where you or you and your spouse or maybe you take turns at times or however you work it out, but you create a, a space um, that is conducive for you as well as your, your partner um, to, um, to really be present and to really connect um, physically and spiritually or as souls with one's partner. So um, keeping in mind that Tantra and covenant sex, really, it's not about sex. It's not about intercourse. It's not about orgasm. It's about the process. It's about the journey. It's uh, about uh, being in the moment. Um, 
And so your, your uh, environment, your room, wherever it may be in your house or a hotel, um, as you guys are, uh, you know, you go overnight and stay somewhere, um, it's, it's about uh, um, your environment, excuse me, your environment has a huge impact on uh, whether or not you can uh, connect with your body and your spirit and your spouse's. It will. Um, it, it could be a, an impediment or a roadblock to your mind being in the right place, uh, you being able to relax, and to be able to participate in the process or the journey, or your spouse uh, being able to to do that. Or it could be um, an asset to the journey and to the process. So. You want to make sure that there's a comfortable temperature. A lot of times uh, we keep our house maybe at a temperature that is just fine as we're going about our day busily doing things um, or as we're fully clothed, um, you know, laying about our house or going about um, doing things in our house. But um, when when the clothes come off, um, sometimes it can be uh, a little bit cold. And so you may you may want to adjust that temperature, find something that that feels right for both of you. Um, you know, if it's too hot, uh, maybe you're somebody that lives in a, a warmer climate and um, it makes it difficult to be sexual because the thought of being sexual um, just sounds like more heat and more humidity. Um, and so you want to make sure that you, you adjust the temperature to, to be um, something that's conducive of uh, physical, spiritual, and therefore um, a sexual encounter. You could, uh, you could look at the lighting, you could have candles, uh, you could um, have uh, you know, a dimmer uh, or tinted light bulbs, um, but uh, you know, some partners want it to be fully lit so they can see everything that's going on and see every aspect of their partner's face or body. Uh, some people want it completely dark because uh, then they can just be enveloped in that encounter. So you guys, these are things you need to talk about and figure out like, what do you like and why do you like those things? And maybe I like these things because um, of, of some insecurities or um, some fears that I have. And then that opens the door for you, you to be able to talk about uh, things that really need to be discussed. Um, or maybe uh, you mentioned that I like when the lights are off because I can just be totally enveloped in this activity and your spouse thought it was that you were insecure about your body or uh, you didn't like their body. And now you can have a conversation that would, will bring you closer together. Uh, scents, so candles, uh, essential oils, I know, um, it, it seems like in our, in our faith, there's a lot of us that are into essential oils. So, um, those types of things or incense, uh, whatever, uh, you know, it could be bringing flowers into the room, freshly cut uh, flowers, but you're creating the idea is you're creating this love nest. You're creating this environment that's conducive to a fulfilling sexual encounter and a fulfilling sexual encounter, um, uh, um, needing or requiring a physical and spiritual presence. Those two elements um, that have long since been lacking uh, for the world, and I would dare say for us as a people, as a culture, um, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, the, the physical and sexual uh, deep connectedness or soul connectedness um, has been missing. And that's really what uh, Tantra 
i.e., covenant sex, uh, as I'm as I'm calling it, is is about. Um, all right, other things that you can do for your space or for your love nest, um, you could lay out blankets. Um, you could. Um, you could have lots of pillows that are there, plush, soft cushions, um, fabric or blankets that um, feel good against your skin versus uh, uh, cushions, pillows, or blankets that just um, provide warmth or provide the security that you that you want from having something over you. So um, it could be satin sheets or they could be uh, fleece, whatever, you know, whatever it is that feels good against your skin that's conducive to that environment. Um, the last thing I'll uh, mention is uh, you want to do possibly do something that um, uh, sound wise that could that could influence the that room that context that um, your love nest. So it could be playing music. Um, it could be uh, having you know if there's a lot going on outside. Maybe maybe you're in an apartment and uh, there are neighbors out there that could come back and forth, you know, uh, in front of your, your front door. And, and that can be distracting a white noise machine or a sound machine. Um, a lot of people though, like, uh, like music and this could be, it, it doesn't have to be soft, um, sensual music. It doesn't have to be R and B. It doesn't have to be something that's fast paced. It could be whatever. That's the beauty of this. You and your spouse as a couple, you are creating, like I've mentioned before, if we are God's children and we are to become like him and he is a creator, then we too are creating and the aspect uh, and we are destined to be creators. Um, and so that, 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 um, uh, being able to create a sexual uh, or covenant sex relationship or covenant sexual relationship with our spouse is, um, is essential to, our, to what we are trying to do uh, with our spouse and in um, having the kind of relationship, the kind of marriage, the, the kind of uh, godly marriage that we are destined to have. And so, um, so we, we need to create that. And so it, it doesn't come from just uh, doing the same thing as we've seen on TV or we've heard other people doing. This could be you guys like a certain kind of music and let's say your, your neighbors like a, a different kind of music or they like it perfectly quiet so that they can hear each other really well or um, so that uh, they're not distracted by anything. Um, so there are some ideas for you and your spouse to, um, to toss around, to experiment with. I want you to spend, your, to spend some time with your spouse, um, just like you, you see these birds doing, creating this perfect nest. I want you guys to, sp- to spend this time creating the, that perfect love nest, um, probably in your room. Um, you could be empty, empty nesters, and it, maybe it doesn't matter. It could be anywhere. It could be in the kitchen, but I, I want you guys to spend some time time um, individually and as a couple thinking about experimenting with and creating the right vibe, um, creating this love nest uh, where you can, it, it, it's conducive to you showing up physically and showing up spiritually and therefore showing up as a whole complete person, son or daughter of God, your soul shows up. 
and hopefully your spouse's soul then shows up. And then whatever ensues is going to be a godly encounter with your spouse. That's it for me today in this part two of Covenant Sex. I'm a therapist sitting in an armchair talking about sex. Until next time.